Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tone Talk with Mark Uzanski and Dave Friedman. Tonight, we've got a special guest, MJ from Seymour Duncan, the custom shop. Uh, I believe MJ runs the custom shop at Seymour Duncan. How are you? How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great here. I mean, joyful to be with all this. I mean, um, pick up, you know, aficionados. <laughs> well, I know we've got plenty of those on in the uh, who are watching. That's for sure. And uh, and Dave, how are you? I'm fine. Okay. Good to hear. Good I'm to hear. Slowly getting buried in amp boxes here, though. But <laughs> oh yeah, just uh, sending stuff out. Well, it's been kind of a joke. Uh, the, so we get rid of a bunch of stuff, and then all of a sudden the UPS shows up, and there's <laughs> ten more boxes, and I'm like. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Back to work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, MJ, it's uh, awesome to have you back on the show. Last time that we had Seymour on the show, and uh, that was a huge hit. We had and he, enjoyed, ton- and he enjoyed it, and he keeps on talking about it. He really had a oh, great time, you know. That's awesome. And he and I had gone back, and we were texting back and forth afterward, and he was sending me. Uh, these awesome pictures of him back in the day and all throughout his career, meeting with all these gr- amazing artists. And uh, it was really awesome just to be talking with him back and forth. And, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll have a part two with Seymour too. Um, so it'd be great. But, you know, it was great to have you on as well. And uh, we, Dave and I were talking, we were like, oh, we've got to have MJ on. There were so many, actually, there were so many other questions as well for you, as much as there were for Seymour, you know. So we were like, we've got to have MJ on as well. And uh, so I'm, I'm really glad to have you on. Um, I'm I, honored, I, to, I honored, yeah. very honored to be here. That's awesome. And uh, I know you love working at Seymour Duncan, what you do, at least I think you do, um, based on being there for so long. You just recently had an anniversary, right? I Yes, my 35th anniversary. That's amazing. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. It really is, and, I, and and the worst thing is, I mean, um, one of the quick stories is, yeah, my daughter, my daughter, I mean, well, six years ago she gave birth to a baby, and instead of going home, she needed to come to see more Duncan first because this is Mama's home. So she needed <laughs> to come, and before she goes home, she comes and brings the baby here, right out of the hospital, and then and then goes home because that's that's where that's usually where I live. I can start here at seven o'clock in the morning. It's right. 8 o'clock at night, and I'm still here, you know. I mean, it's, it's when you do something with passion, you love, and I mean, and time flies, and time goes by, and, you know, and I have Kathy telling me, okay, you don't want to get here at 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock, you can go ahead and have your coffee in bed, have a laptop, and I'm going, oh, no, I'd rather be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's where it's exciting, right? So you're... Yeah, you're your job is your hobby also then, <laughs> so to speak. It is, it, is, it is my job. It is my hobby. Sometimes it gets frustrated, especially when when that one over there behaves bad. Oh, the winder? That time, the winding machine. Oh, we have serious talks. You know? <laughs> and, 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 and Seymour goes, MJ, I'm going to start worrying when she talks back to you. <laughs> right now, I don't have to worry about it. But I, yes, we, we we do we do have serious thoughts once in a while, you know. I mean, the other one behaves more, you know, better. But that one, 
and she's my number one. You know, I love that one, and, and she's the one who sometimes says, uh-uh, I'm not going to run that wire. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> is, that a, is that like some, um, you know, like older machine that, you know, it's just one, has like... Is, yes, it is one of my oldest machines. It is a very versatile machine where I can get a, put a humbucker, put in there a Christian, put in there, I mean, a lap steel, put in there, I mean, a Strata Jazzmaster, almost any kind of pickup in that machine and, you know, and set it up and wind it with no time. You know, right, it's right, just, right. just, just great machine, you know, and, and, but sometimes, you know, says, let me rest, give me a break, you know, and, <laughs> and, you know, and does that. And, and then I talk to her and I give him time out and I tell her, you know, you keep on misbehaving, I'm going to go with your sister and I'm not coming back. <laughs> but this, and, and, is, this is on daily daily basis conversations with me and her and then then suddenly the machine starts running well again you know so like right thank you for listening when right yeah behaving. thanks yeah they were, they were just having a bad day yeah no and i do give her thanks once in a while and i said thank you for behaving and, and then i start cleaning <laughs> her and then i put a little bit of oil and i said okay yeah you see we're great we've been together for 35 years we can keep on going. Come on, you know. <laughs> that's awesome. So, so I keep going. You have to. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, no, I'm no, here. No, no. And, and this is why I don't leave. This is why I love what I do. Because, you know, from talking to the machine, to the minor wire, to the bobbins, to, you know, to put your heart on and soul on whatever you do, it's amazing. And especially when, like, you know, I have never cried in a concert. But after designing the Jobonamasa, because the very first Jobonamasas, mm-hmm. and and then hearing her play them with such heart that he did in Pasadena. I mean, no, that was yeah, in North Hollywood. Mm. Oh my God! I mean, it made me. I said, I did that. Is that coming from my hands? Like I remember <laughs> my mom saying, the grandkids is a different kind of love. You see a little piece that came out from from inside you, from a little piece of your own kids, you know, and, and, and it's a love that you cannot explain. At that particular moment when I heard those pickups on Joe's guitar, I'm going, oh, my mom, this is what you meant, hmm. you know. And it was something incredible at that particular moment, you know. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's, you just sold those pickups. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Those. What are they called? They're called the Amos, I believe. No, no. The Amos is one of the newest versions. That was. I'm talking about the very, very first one. The the first Bonamassa. Not even the Skinner. The very first version of the Joe Bonamassa. We're going on the third one right now. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, he has a great selection of guitars, and we're going one by one. You know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he has a great. He does have a great collection yeah. of guitars. Oh, yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah, and and amps. He's and then and besides that, he's always with a great smile. Always yeah, always being a great human being. So I love that about him. No. Yeah, he's a nice guy. He's a great no, guy. Yes, he is. That's cool. Yeah, he it, does. He live in California? I think he does. Right? Yeah, he lives. Yeah, he does. He, he lives, lives in, uh, in a house. Actually, the funny thing, in, he in lives in Malibu. In, uh, no, he moved. Oh, he moved. Yeah, he moved. He has a house in uh, Hollywood Hills, and he lives in um, a client of mine's old house that I've been oh. to a million times. A client of mine named Oliver Lieber, uh, and he um, 
he bought he wound up buying his old house. Wow. So it's sort of funny to see him there now. So interesting. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So MJ, tell us um how did things start with you joining Seymour Duncan and and you know working with the company and I imagine the company is a lot different now today than it it, it was back then and so tell it, us, you know, take us it back. Was, it was only a very few employees. And when somebody asked me, how did you start? I said, how do, how do you came to this job? And the way I put it is, Seymour Duncan went and knocked on my door. And why do I say that? It's because um, I'm one of 16 kids. I'm number five. And I'm in between all the boys. 16 the kids. Boys. Yes. Wow. And my mom, back in the days when she didn't have any kids at home because we were growing up, she would borrow the neighbors. And everybody remembers the old teaching wise and the old Woolworth stores. And, and my mom just wanted to kind of have someone to take to the store. So she kept on, I mean, she kept on borrowing the neighbors. Luckily, the neighbors were from her own hometown. So um, I was really married, you know, and I had a baby. And my job was going to move to North Carolina. And they offered me the move. But knowing that my whole family was in California, I'm going, you know, there's no way I will move and leave all my family here. So then we decided with my old job that after I gave birth to the baby, uh, I was going to go back and work for two weeks. And then they would let me go so the insurance would pay for everything. So I was at home making homemade flour tortillas. Because in my house, my mom, every day by 6 o'clock in the morning, she was making 10 pounds of flour tortillas for all of us. Mm. So I kind of, I'm the one who usually has her recipe and, you know, and continues making them. So I was in my house making them when my neighbor came over and she knocks on my door. And she asked me, could you give me a right to take this application? And I go, Sure. And then she realizes that I was making tortillas and she apologized. She says, I'm sorry, you're busy. I said, don't worry. The beauty of this, I can turn it off. I can finish them for dinner. Mm. So I can finish them later. So I go and the application wasn't well filled out. I, so I help her to kind of fill it out and put myself as a reference. So then we go over to Seymour Duncan and I didn't know if she would tell me before they make pickups in here, I would have said Chevy or Ford. I <laughs> didn't know nothing about pickups, you know. Mm -hmm. I had nothing. About, I, I was in love with Peter Frampton. He was my true love back then. I used to love his playing <laughs> on the guitars and everything, but you know, nothing about pickups. So we go, we leave, I mean, leave the application and then they ask her, what a way would you like to have an interview right now? And thinking on me, I said, say yes, because that way I don't have to drive you back. So we go inside, and I help her translate, and she has the interview. Uh, to make the story short, two hours later, I'm at home finishing my tortillas. And the phone rings, and they call me and offer me the job. And I started laughing. I'm going, you got the wrong lady. I was on the <laughs> first, you know. And they go, oh, we know that. But I mean, um, but we, would you like to come and work for us? I said, but I didn't fill out an application. Oh, we know that. But would you like to come and work for us? But I'm not looking for a job, you know. 
And they said, you want to think about it and, and see if you would like to come and work for us? I said, okay. I called my mom right away. I said, mom, I got a job offer. And my mom goes, I'm going to babysit the baby. Uh, and I'm nice. going, okay, she's happy. I have to take the job. <laughs> so I go, um, the following day I called and, you know, and, and I started working. My very first assignment was to make 10 Jimmy Page humbuckers. Wow. And, and then I didn't get excited. I know I was making Jimmy Page, but, you know, I wasn't that excited. I was humbuckers. They had the bobbins already pre-wound. I didn't wind the bobbins. They just kind of told me how to assemble them, and, you know. And obviously, they were for an artist. I needed to deliver them to Seymour's office. So I go, and um, Mr. Duncan, yeah, okay. I, they told me these are for you. When I deliver it to him on the back of his chair, guess what it was hanging? What? The Nam batch from Peter Prompton. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw that, and I'm going, oh, do you know him? And Simon goes, yeah. No, 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 really, really, really. Do you know him? And Simon goes, yeah. And he goes, why? I said, no, you really know him. And he goes, yeah. And then on my head, I'm going, I'm going to stay here. <laughs> so I, I, go, I, go back to, I go back to the place where they had assigned me. And then I start writing down, okay, this is called a humbucker. This is for Jimmy Page. Okay. Mm. And it had four wires, the black and white, the red and green. I said, I need to put together, I mean, the, the salt and pepper and salsa and guacamole. You know, I, I, I need to make my, my, my own story so that way they will stick with me uh -huh. and I wouldn't forget how to do my stuff, you know. And I said, and always, always my, my salt and pepper will be north top and my salsa and guacamole will be, it's my south top. And I start making my scribbles and stuff, you know. <laughs> That's and awesome. I mean, and for, for every single pickup that I did, you know, I mean, I did that. And the funny part is that I didn't know that Seymour was huge on taking notes, huge on taking notes. Mm. So um, as you guys can see, I still take yeah. notes of everything that I do, you know, yeah, I mean, sure. books and books. I mean, because... I learned that almost every pickup was different. And I mean, and I wanted to kind of know, I wanted to be able to get to know, I mean, um, Peter Frampton. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't long when I started working with Seymour Duncan and it started being his right hand. And one of the things why I learned more because I like the challenges and he knew that I used to take notes. So whenever I used to take an order on the phone, I mean, I used to have them on the speaker and, and I used to take my notes on what, what was I going to be making. And Seymour was kind of already thinking what he was going to make. And then like, you know, like a challenge, you know, we put the paper up at the same time. And most of the time we were right, <laughs> you know. So for me, working by his side and learning everything that he, you know, together with him, it has been one of the most amazing, amazing things, you know, because, I mean, we share the stuff, but in a way that, I mean, uh, 
we made it joyful every single moment that we had worked together. I mean, that's, we, that's, we had spent all this time. But for me, working at Seymour Duncan, I said Seymour Duncan went and knocked on my door. And that's literally what it happened. Because yeah. if Carmen wouldn't, wouldn't gone and ask me for that ride, I wouldn't be working here right now, you know. And, that's, and I you know never what? met. I'm a big believer that things happen for a reason. I don't know why, you know, uh, you know, whether you can talk about religion or, you know, whatever it is, I don't know. Uh, at the end of the day, I, I believe that things happen for a reason. Um, and now people who have bad things happen to them sometimes will be like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> um, but no. when you, when you hear stuff like that and you're like, how does, you know, it's like intervention, you know, like somehow no, you, it's like it yeah. meant to be. I yeah. mean, and the reason why I said it meant to be, because when I see someone, like I, I can see people working on the line, you know, production line, and they're working and there is a change on a, a particular pickup. Mm-hmm. And then I know that that pickup, it was changed for a particular reason for, I mean, um, certain customer and they're making, you know, 100 or 150 for a particular guitar company. And I'm going, those pickups are wrong. They look at me like, you're crazy. <laughs> I said, no. I said, I guarantee you those pickups are wrong. And I said, why? I said, because, I mean, like I said, the way I learn, I learn like if I put the adjustable bobbin, you know, some of the old pickups, they have the adjustable bobbin, I mean, on the right side instead of the on left side. And they had, I mean, the, the little wire coming out from the front instead of coming out from, from your back, I mean, left. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, so okay. obviously, the bobbins are, are switched. But we have to know, this is still your adjustable bobbin. So you still have to hook it up the same way as your adjustable bobbin. So this, this is still your, I mean, uh, your, your um, salsa and, and, and guacamole. And this one. This, mm-hmm. this one, even if it's on the other side, it's still your salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. And this right. one is still north, and this one is still south. Right. And they don't get that. They're, they're assembling the bobbin and thinking, oh, the one from this side is the green, and, and I'm going, no. Right, right, right. You know, because, I mean, whenever you put your heart on soul or whatever you're doing, you kind of know those little tricks. I mean, they stick with you. You can have people in here. They've been working in here for years and ask him, uh, no, get a teleflow work. Uh, uh, yeah, and what's that? <laughs> Come on, you know. I mean, <laughs> you really have to love what you do. And if you don't yep. love what you do, find something else, you know. And yeah. find your true love. And, and, yeah. and luckily, and thank God, I found mine. And That's I awesome. find myself as well, you know, and do what I do, you know. Unfortunately, to be working in such a great, great place, um, able to be able to know amazing people like Seth Lover. I mean, I mm-hmm. didn't met Les Paul, but talking to Les Paul quite a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, super good friends with Abigail Imbara. I know um, Mrs. Fender, you know. Um, but I just met her, um, actually. I saw yeah. her at NAMM. I, I had seen her quite a few times, you know. Yeah, she seemed like a real pleasant lady. She was at um, the GNL booth. Yes. She had a new book that just came out about Leo. Yeah, and they're making a new book, and Seymour's going to take part on that one. Oh, great. Yeah. 
Wait, wait, you know how many requests we got for Seymour Duncan's table book idea after that? Yeah. <laughs> he, he has to write a book. He has, he to, has to. Yeah, he really needs he to do a book. To. Yeah, with all with those all pictures. pictures. And, you know, like a table, like a coffee table book, big one, you know. Well, the, tell me. I've been telling him, and I'm going to go ahead and keep on telling him that. He really needs yeah, to. Keep, keep kicking him. Cause, <laughs> and cause he, has I, some, he still has some of the most amazing pictures that you guys have. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it was just a yeah. you know small piece of what he could send me. I'm sure would, but, would um, be an amazing book, and I, I'd hate to see it not happen. You know, and and, and so, you know. But but I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys a trick. Seymour always took more than one picture, so yeah. that's the reason why whenever I'm taking a picture, I always call insurance. Insurance yeah. always takes more <laughs> than one because Seymour says you don't know if they're closing their eyes. You don't know if they're showing their double sheen and they don't want to yeah. show it. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know, so he's always insuring himself on that and, and trying to go ahead and do things. You know, that's so great. The would please, so yeah. Oh, he, he just had amazing, amazing pictures. But uh, but for for you, um, do you play guitar, MJ? I don't. I only know my A flat and B flat. That's it. <laughs> time. I'm here. You know, I'm here all day, all night. I mean, you I know. Don't... That's cool. That's yeah. cool. And always making something different. Always, you know. One of my beauties is whenever I was able to restore a 1954 Strat Picard. Uh-huh. The whole assembly. And you see that they're coming into pieces, breaking and everything. And yeah. then whenever you present it back to the customer, it looks, you know, intact. And, you yeah. know, and, and, and the look on their face, you know. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's just kind yeah. of, you know. It, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a very rewarding. I can imagine a rewarding field, especially when you have people who are like, "Oh, this is amazing," you know, and they just they feel like they got a great product. So that's fantastic. So so Jimmy, the Jimmy Page pickups. So tell us from there. All right. So those are the first pickups that you worked on, and um, and. Uh, so what, there was a limited set, you said, of 10? Was that what was... I mean, it was, it was... I mean, most of the artists, especially when they're on the road, when they have guitars in England, in the United States, like Billy Gibbons would call and said, okay, I need 12 pearly gates. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. And the reason they do that, because sometimes they want to get the guitars ready for, for the U.S. tour, and they want to have, instead of being, I mean, changing guitar back and forth, they have some other guitars in, I mean... Uh, in Europe, that they don't want to kind of bring them back and forth, so they always mm-hmm. ask for a few or to have extra pickups for the road, just in case something happens. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah, this was this wasn't a this this uh, during that time. This wasn't a uh, marketed pickup. It was just pickups you had wound for him, correct? Oh yeah, we have quite a few people that we had made pickups that were not marketed. Like you know, yeah. I can show you papers for um, Joe Walsh. Other oh, wow. I mean, mm-hmm. um, David Gilmore, Mark Knopfler, mm-hmm. um, you name it. I have the notes, you know, that whenever we made the pickups. But the person is so big that we don't even care to market the pickup, you know, yeah. as long as they're happy and they're getting whatever they need. Yeah, right. Sure. You know, sure. That's, that's how it happens. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's awesome. 
Uh, I'm going to be contacting you for a pickup. <laughs> that's oh, for good. sure. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, so that's fantastic. So, so like, so what was some of the net, you know, after that, you know, would, so did you get, ever get a chance to meet Peter Frampton? Of course. I got uh, to meet Peter Frampton. I got to take Seymour to a concert with Peter Frampton. You know, kind of, you know, we're going to the concert. I was able to meet his son. Then I was able for Peter. Peter used to call me before I knew him. He says, MJ, um, you know, I need to make me three pickups for this particular guitar. Gibson is making me three guitars. Then he will call me the next day after and says, MJ, I'm so sorry, but, you know, Gibson doesn't want to use your pickups on my guitar. He says, I have to use their pickups. Mm. I said, you know, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, it's it's fine, you know. And then he will call me today and says, MJ, I know that. Just make me the pickup, send them to me. As soon as I get the guitar, I change the damn pickups off. <laughs> and, and, and eventually, that's what a lot of people. That's what a lot of people does. Yeah. A lot of people usually they have to kind of please their guitar company and and think that they're using whatever they're using. But I mean, I wouldn't even tell you all the names that you know. They they think that they're using whatever the guitar manufacturer is making, but they always go and say, "Jay, can you make me something you know, to put it on this guitar?" Mm-hmm. And 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 it's, that's a really, really, really great honor that they consider that you know that we can go ahead and do all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can imagine. You know, what the, what the last show that we had uh, with Seymour, we had a bunch of questions about Van Halen, and um, and I know we didn't get we didn't get to you know, or maybe we did, uh, but it, we didn't get a definitive answer. And I had a bunch of people still contact me and said, but oh, we didn't get a, a straight answer on uh, the, you know, the, the JB question. And I was curious, I just wanted to ask, cause well, I have, a- I mean, just, just to say, yeah, um, he never used a JB. He doesn't use a JB. Okay. Okay. And never has used the JSB. He uses the, I mean, um, the 78 model that was used back in the days when Seymour rewound his pickup that was back in 1978. And let me show you. I have, like I said, I keep all the notes. And this is one of them. Hang on. Keep it there right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay. Um, so then... One day he came over with a Frankenstein guitar yeah. and he says, MJ, where's your bat magic? I remember that day me feeding him tamales for, for lunch. <laughs> and then he goes, MJ, and where is the salsa? And I'm going, dude, my mom never used salsa because my mom always put a lot of chili on everything she made. And then he goes, but wait a minute, I have a bottle of tapatio and take it to him. <laughs> and then he was he was already trying that tamale. He says, MJ, you're right. I don't need the salsa. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's As a matter of awesome. fact, the other day I gave some tamales to Neil Giraldo because I always give, you know, the the home family recipe tamales in on hand. Um Steve Miller had had him, Robin Ford had had him, you know, and, wow. and I always keep some because those are the special things that they cannot get anywhere, you know. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and and I feel grateful when I can fit in something that they don't they don't get in the corner, you know, something special made. So, I mean, my mom always said, "Mi casa, su casa." 
Mm-hmm. And she always fed everybody. So it's the same thing when they come here. You know, everybody gets fed. Everybody gets, you know, their water, their coffee, their, you know, That's whatever they can have in here. Yeah. You know, plus all my heart and soul, you know, goes along with it. So on top of the, you know, salt and pepper and the guacamole and the, that goes in the uh, in the pickups, you also have the food as well that they're getting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> which is, which this, is great. This conversation is making me hungry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't tell Billy because, I mean, Billy already told me next time he comes in here, he wants me to make him some mole. And, Jay, you have to make the mole. Come on, you know. So oh. that's, that's a deal that we already have going, you know. That's so fun. Yeah. That's awesome. But, but um, Billy... Billy is an easy, easy, easy person to work with. You know, right now, as you guys know, I mean, we're coming out with a with a ghillie pickup, mm-hmm. and we also coming out with a red devil. You know, um, I'm very, very proud of those two pickups. Very happy to say that I'm, you know, that we're developing together. And you know, and I remember him calling me MJ. I'm gonna be playing the strat. Don't tell Seymour yet. Don't tell anybody. Only you and me know that. So I mean, it was kind of. I mean, no, no, for me, don't tell Seymour, don't tell anybody. But, I mean, we were working on that under the water. You know, nobody knew that we were, you know, he was going to start playing the strat, especially, you know, with pickups won by me. I'm going, oh, what an honor. That is, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a fantastic player. And it uh, seems like he's a really nice guy, too. Yeah. That's great. That's and great. Then he, he calls me La Maestra. Oh, uh, say that one more time. He calls me la maestra. The maestra. Yeah. Uh, now I don't. I don't speak Spanish, so I have no idea. But I was. I imagine that's maestro, like you know. Yes, like, the maestro. Yeah. It's yeah, maestro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Which you are. You know, you're keeping everything together and uh, keep you know making everything go together and you know in harmony. Let's just say, right? Yeah. Um, I you know we had another question, but I, just going back to. Uh, the Van Halen thing, if you don't mind, because um, I'm so interested and I'm, I'm a complete Van Halen nut. So that's just me. Dave's we, probably we, smiling. We, Dave's we, smiling we, going, geez. Hey, we, hey, <laughs> we need to keep in touch because there is quite a few good things coming out of, you know. <laughs> I mean, uh, I can add unwrap everything, but you're going to be hearing more of me and Eddie. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. I'm glad to hear that. Um, you can't tell us any more I gather. Um, it's just matter of, I mean, uh, maybe a couple of days more, and you know, a few more days, and you know, and then, and then we can start talking about. It. But I mean, soon, yes, we'll be making more Eddie pickups. That's amazing. And here in the custom shop. Okay, because right. um, I, let's see, I had one of the questions. Uh, so we have a question from. And, I, and then we'll jump around if you don't mind, MJ. Yeah, uh, we ha- yeah, we had a question from Timothy Pierce, um, who uh, is a great listener and viewer of the show. Um, so he said he first wanted to thank MJ and Seymour for your hard work over the years. Um, and he wanted to say, why do, older, why do older JBs sound different than the current ones? That's his first question. Okay. We have to realize that back in the days... Um, the bottom plates and everything, I mean, uh, was done with different kinds of materials, you know. The environment has, I mean, it's all their fault because they changed some of the materials. 
Um, one of the things that I, I'm trying to bring back in the custom shop is a tighter spacer whenever I make a, I mean, a humbucker versus the spaces that they had widened on the production floor. I mean, some of the old wire kind of asked for specifically some of the old recipes of the wire because with a new environment, sometimes you try to buy those old wires and there's res- restrictions, you know, that they're out of our hands. Mm. And I mean, but I'm bringing all those things back. I mean, he's not the only one who says that. There's quite a few people. And I agree. I, and I, I agree, agree too. And, and, and it doesn't, it, 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 it the bob and material and everything makes a difference. So, yes, but uh, I do have older materials. As you can see behind me, everybody mm-hmm. sees I have tons of different kinds of wires that they don't have in the production floor. And right. this is almost like the old paper tape that they they were using. I remember one day we're, I mean, in the, in the old custom shop, and and we get the, I mean, similar, we get the the the, the note. That they're not going to make the 3M paper plate and um, paper uh, tape, paper tape that was used in all the PAFs and all you know, the mm-hmm. authentic. And then Simon goes, MJ, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. I remember that. And yeah. then and then, I told him, I know what we're going to do for right now. I said, what? Let's collect every single piece of tape that is around here. So we went through all the machines. We went into the stock rooming and got all the tape. Tape and Seymour, Seymour told them the next day, um, you know, we got a note saying that we cannot use this tape because it's contaminated. We're not allowed to use it. <laughs> and I mean, and we still have some because whenever I need to repair an old PIF, yeah. I, need, I need to repair it to, to, I mean, to be exactly, you know, it's just, it's just matter that we believe, I mean, um, we always said the word Vintage is like your grandma's prayer. And why grandma's prayer and not grandma's recipe? Because the word vintage is holy for all musicians. Mm-hmm. And, mm. and whenever, whenever you start changing anything on a pickup, I mean, it is okay to repair a pickup, especially if you open the, the pickup and sometimes you just need to kind of take one turn or sometimes not even a turn, just reconnect the wire. And, but you must put the right tape back on otherwise mm-hmm. that pickup lose its value you know and you don't want that to happen you know you want to be able i mean to keep you know the tradition of those pickups being vintage and you know and Seymour kind of is very very big on that i mean him himself you know and he taught me well i don't take no for an answer on that you know <laughs> That's great. Uh, no, that was a great answer. Also, um, well, it's funny. It's funny you say that because I, I have I have an old JB that I need to bring you. <laughs> of course, because I mean, uh, uh, it's uh, it, it it needs repotting. Uh, I can go ahead and do that. Yeah, but uh, I mean, it's, me, it's an old one casa, from the '80s. Me, me casa, I probably did that one back yep. in the, back in the days. Me casa, su casa. You can come and bring it by. You can come for a tour at any time. Okay. Well, I'd, I'd let it. you know ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah, that would be great. Um, what guitar is it in, Dave? What's uh, that flat black guitar I have? It's sitting here. I just just have a vintage JB in it. From actually, I think I have two vintage JBs. Now that I'm thinking about it. Um, but this one just needs a little help. 
It sounds great. It's a little microphonic. That's cool. Yeah. We'll take care uh, of that. Yeah. Uh, we had one comment from John Conklin. It was great. He, uh, he wrote MJ with a bunch of uh, exclamation points and said, can't wait for the show. One of the great things about Duncan is the family atmosphere. And they have uh, top of, of being the premier pickup manufacturer in the planet. So I thought that was a cool, cool uh, post. Um, so going back to the Timothy Pierce question, his, sec- his second question was, um, is it possible to order the older custom shop pickups like the Super V? Yes. Oh, okay. Of um, yes. And, it, and what's the difference between the Super V and the Hunter? That was oh, his totally last question. Totally ter- ter- different pickups. Totally different. I mean, the Super V has a Nico 2 magnet. The Hunter has a big ceramic magnet for once. Mm. I mean, um, two different kinds of magnet wire, different kinds of turns. The Super V is about close to 17.4K. Oh, it's a and, high, high yeah, output. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and the Duncan is, I mean, or, or the Hunter right now, it's um, like 165 17. Oh, that's pretty high too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it is. Uh huh. Okay, cool. All right. Well, Timothy, thanks for your question. Um, Rob Robin Hansen had a question for you, MJ. Uh, they they said they're not going to be able to make their live stream, but they wanted to know a question about James Hetfield and the first album. Did uh, were there pickups made for James James Hetfield for the first album for Kill 'Em All? And were they based on anything? Um, and were are they still available through the custom shop? They're still available to the custom shop because one of the things that I do, I do, I like, I show you the, I mean, um, the specs of Eddie. Every single pickup that gets done in the custom shop, all, all these specs get saved. I have mm-hmm. boxes and boxes and boxes that, like I said, I learned from my very first day at work. I mean, at work. And since then, every single pickup that I make, I save the specs. Mm-hmm. And um, I believe I just did something that long ago for James Hetfield, you know, but all the specs get saved, you know, and, and yes, it can be purchased through the custom shop. All right. Well, that's fantastic. So Robin, thanks for your question. Um, next question was from Stephen Hyatt. Uh, and he said, this is going to be a fantastic show. I have loads of questions for MJ. Um, he said, please ask her about the pickup magnet aging degaussing. Uh, he said, I'm sure that Seymour Duncan has a proprietary method for implementing this characteristic, but I'm wondering how it is done and if there are any tricks that we guitar players may do to age or degauss, uh, degauss I should say, a uh, pickup magnet. Well, I mean, I believe the only way that they can do it is that's if they send it to me. We have a machine that is called the Dan Asher. And, I mean, um, in that particular machine, mainly only Seymour and myself uses it. Okay, it is. Um, I don't know if you can see it. It's almost right behind me. Mm-hmm. You guys see, it's kind of covered because that's the way I keep it. It's totally secret. It's ah, mm-hmm. you know, right here. Yeah. But I mean, I can degauss the magnet from. I mean, um, the only thing I cannot degauss are cer- ceramic magnets. But a Nico 5s, a Nico 4s, a Nico 3s, a Nico 2s, a Nico 6s, a Nico 8s, they all can be degaussed to a certain amount, you know. Um, so the only way that you can degauss a pickup, a magnet, is if you send it to me. Well, there you go. That's awesome. 
that's a super cool machine. <laughs> yes, it is. And we're, we're not going to, sh- we're not going to, sh- yeah, go ahead. That's what I keep it covered because it's just <laughs> kind of a little secret machine, you know. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have your secrets. Yeah. Um, let's see if he had any other questions. He said, are there any plans to offer different magnets or degauss magnets through the custom shop? So we don't, we don't sell magnets by itself. Okay. You no, know, I mean, we, we do have different magnets. We use the Alnico 2, Alnico 3, Alnico 4, Alnico 5, Alnico 6, and Alnico 8 mm-hmm. in ceramics. But we, don't, we do not sell magnets by themselves, no. Okay. One, you know, I might, you know, but not in quantities, no. That makes sense, certainly. Um, and then here's an interesting question. He had asked about uh, Peter Frampton as well as Eric Johnson. Uh, I, I, I imagine... I just, I, I just talked to Jerry, Eric Johnson two days ago. I'm going to have dinner with him in two weeks from today Super at the cool. Dallas Guitar Show. I mean, um, great, great, great person. I mean, um, to to be around with and to talk to. And he's trying right now the new um, with a new tweak, the new Super Rica, as well as some struts. Because yeah, go ahead, Dave. You- have a question? What, what's the Superica? It's one of our pedals. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, it's Seymour Duncan is Seymour Seymour Duncan pickups and pedals. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I, I I know some of the guys over there, and I, I have some of the pedals here. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just saw the the new reverb pedal just came out, right? Yep. Uh huh. You haven't tried the uh, the power stage. No, oh, the, the, yeah, the power amp, the little power, the power amp. amp. Oh yeah, my yeah. god, that's amazing! You know, really? Well, I haven't heard oh, about that. Yeah, one. jeez, yeah, it's cool. It's, you know, I I got to jump on it. Um, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. So yeah, Eric Johnson he asked about, and then he said, "What kind of pickups were produced for them?" Um, let's let me let me the pickups that were produced for him mm-hmm. are based on. Oh, it's right here. Based on the strats that he sent Seymour back in the days to be rewound. Like I said, we keep everything in here. And uh, Mason, the other day, I sent him some, some pickups. And I sent him the notes, the letters that he wrote to us. You know, from back in the days, mm-hmm. um, because that's that's kind of the pickups that I that I created for him. What he's trying right now is the new hand wound um, Jimi Hendrix pickups. No, but I mean, um, Eric Johnson has been a friend of the family for a long, long, mm-hmm. long, long time. You know, Super and more. And 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 it's funny when he addressed. To Seymour the first time, Mr. Duncan, then dear Seymour, and then hey Seymour, you know, I mean when his guitar got stolen, you know, he sent Seymour a letter. All these guitars got stolen because he knows that Seymour, after working on a guitar, Seymour is the kind of guy, especially if there are strats, old strats and tellies, mm-hmm. he sees them, and he literally kind of X-rays them from top to bottom, you know. When somebody brings a guitar to work on, or because we're going to duplicate a pickup, or because we're going to work on the guitar, is from taking pictures from head to toe. Mm-hmm. 
you know. And then mm -hmm. we take it, we weigh the guitar. He writes down the serial numbers. He writes down everything. So this is why when uh, one, one year Terry Reed had his guitar stolen and somebody brought it to Seymour to, I mean, to have it repaired, he goes, this guitar is Terry's. So he goes to the other room and called Terry Reed and asks him, have you ever found your guitar? No, I think your guitar is here in my office right now. No, and he called the police, and the police wouldn't believe. How do you know it was him? Because I work in it. Why? Because look at that screw. I remember that screw, you know. <laughs> and, <Yeah. laughs> and, but that's the way that's the way Seymour is, and and that the guy had bought it from someone at the airport for a hundred dollars, you know. No. As a matter of fact, Joe Bonamassa just bought that guitar from Terry Reed, so Joe Bonamassa owns that guitar now. Wow, hmm. nice story. But that's that's cool. Every every, I mean, in. For you end users, I mean, you don't have to be Eddie Van Halen. You don't have to be Jeff Beck. You don't have to be, I mean, you can be John Smith from down the corner and your name is still will be here with all the specs, mm -hmm. you know. And I mean, one of the reasons why, I mean, in between all the roles I learned, Seymour had always said, we never know who could be the next Eddie Van Halen. Right. Okay, we never know who can who can make the wife very upset and she's going to get that guitar and break it on his head. You know? <laughs> <laughs> there's there's and, been and, some of those, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And this is why we save all the notes because that way, the particular way, we can always duplicate any pickup at any time, you know, and, and bring them back to specs, you know. Right. But when somebody when somebody was saying something about the JB a little while ago, I'm going to give you guys a little story um, mm. about a few years ago, four or five years ago, um, Slash contacted um, our OEM department and said that his guitars were not sounding the same. Um, and we kind of know that because, I mean, um, Gibson was using different kind of lacquers different kind of finishes, but that, that's not because they wanted to. That's because, I mean, the environment makes us right. go ahead and use those things, you know. Mm -hmm. And he goes, and how can we do that? I goes, we can compensate that by using these different magnet wire, these different turns, mm -hmm. and this is how the new slice pickup was born, you know, because we needed to go ahead and do that to complement one thing from the other, you know. Yeah, and I mean, and and we need to be alert on whatever changes there are on the environment because mm -hmm. we we can either either calibrate the minus a little more, or don't calibrate them, or I mean, use a thicker insulation wire, or don't use that. I mean, but we we tweak everything that we do according to whatever woods are being used on any particular guitar, and mm -hmm. and that's, that's how we do it. Yes. I just actually just got a uh, a set of the slash pickups, and yeah, I really and, like them. Yeah, and this is and that was the reason why. And I remember a slash telling Evan, and how did she knew what I mean? Like he said, I can go ahead and and tell you the magnetism on a pickup on a bar magnet, um, by touching it, by grabbing it, and people might think I'm crazy. <laughs> but I mean, no, yes, but I mean, it's just a matter of when you do everything with 
with really lots of heart and soul, you get deep into whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. You really, really can 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 feel those things, you know. Yeah. And, it, and it is kind of weird. I go and buy a watch, and it was a very expensive watch. And then and then I tell the guy it doesn't work, and he goes, "No, yes, I'm so sorry." I mean, and and have the wife try it on for a few days. And my wife had it on; it's good. I'm so sorry, the wife, the watch is not working. I put it again, no. I mean, so I needed to kind of demagnetize my hands a little bit, you know. Because <laughs> <laughs> it does work, you know, because you never know what, what's going on. And you grab, for so many years, you've been grabbing a lot of magnets that, you know, it does affect on what you do, you know. That's uh, interesting. And, no, it is. And, uh, I never thought about that. Wow. Does it have a, ne- is that actually a negative effect of, like, uh, any any impact uh, health wise? I imagine no or no. I'm still alive and I'm still. Can I still? If I if I there's a skunk passing by and doing their business, I go and open my my cans of lacquer and I'm going. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now it's good. You know, As, you know I, I fly almost every week and I have to go through those scanning machines. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, I have no idea what they're scanning me with, but. I have no choice but to walk through this thing. So um, I try not to think about it, to be honest no. with you. Well, you also sit in front of a computer every day. That's true. Yeah. And I talk on a cell phone and everything yeah. else that you could potentially talk about that can give you radiation. That, that's um, why we said live today because tomorrow is not promised. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. true. That is a very, yeah, it's completely great point. So MJ, getting back to what one of the things that you said. So we had this question from Stephen Hyatt. And I w- I'm curious, is this what you were alluding to before about the uh, development of the IM1 pickup? The IM1 pickup? Yeah. One of, yeah. The IM1 is about I am the only one. Yes. Okay. Okay. And That's super I mean, cool. yes. And there will be more, more stuff coming out of, you know, in that route. Uh, all right. Beautiful. Uh, order in now. <laughs> so there you go. Um, so let's see what other questions we had. Because um, I know that we had a bunch. Oh, did you want to talk about the, the wire behind you, some of the special wire? No, when we were talking about the old stuff, you know, I mean, how many people will know that some of the old back T-tops, they had some of the green wire. And not all of them, because some of them had red wire, you know. And mm-hmm. whenever, like I said, whenever I repair a pickup to back to the all original specs, I can go ahead and um, and either get my green pickup, my green wire, my red wire. These are very, very old spools, vintage spools of vintage wire. Some of these mm-hmm. wire came from Seth Lover. Wow. Lover's house, you know. I mean, this wire in here that I use, um, it's old um, Teflon wire. Mm-hmm. This one also came from Cell Lover. I mean, um, the reason when we're, when, when we're talking about the old um, old tapes, look how my old vintage tapes are nice and warp, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Wow, and, <laughs> and and that's because you know, like I said, Seymour kind of taught me always 
try to go the extra nine yards, but try to make things authentic. Um, I'm going to give you guys another example. I have a guy who sends me strut. MJ, can you please, I mean, um, repair, rewind this strut and, you know, and overwind it 10% harder. So I go and I rewind the strut. I mean, I, my, my priority, even if he says, you know, I mean, um, rewind it harder, I'm not going to do that. When I see an old vintage strut, a 54 strut, my first thing is try to save it. You know, mm-hmm. even if it's going to take me more time, but I want to try to save it. So I go and save it, and then I'm go. I have to call the customer. I said, you know what? I saved you a strut. Yeah, but um, but I want it hotter. But it's a 1954. Right. <laughs> yeah, but I want a little more gain. I said, I'm going to give you the solution for that. I'll make you something that is going to look like this one. It's going to be as hot as you want it. Mm-hmm. But please keep this one original on a box and keep it with your guitar because you don't know whenever you try to sell your guitar how grateful you're going to be by listening right now and putting that pickup back on the guitar. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then he goes, MJ, I never thought of that. Yeah, it's just that, that <laughs> you know, that some people won't think on that, but, you know, it's just, it's well, a true fact, you know. I mean, you, some just, of those, you saved that guy a lot of money. Yeah, and I mean, and, but I learned all that from Seymour, like I said, by, by, you know, by flipping notes and doing stuff like that. But, you know, we talked to a minus, like Seymour said, make me one with, I mean, four, four, two, I mean, with a P with, you know, and everybody was, Seymour, you want to go P? Oh, no, 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 no. We're talking pickup recipe in here. We're talking, you know, I mean, we use, <laughs> we use nicknames for, for the wires. We use nicknames for the minus, you know. I mean, we call them bluey and brownie, and and I mean, and you know, we have our names. We get this is why I learned everything with such joy, mm-hmm. because it was it was kind of plain. It was the way I was taking Fun. the notes, the way yeah. Seymour takes the notes, and and I mean, and the connection that him and I had all, all the time, you know, talking with a different language that we knew. We understood because, I mean, back in the days, and still, you know, but it was more back in the days, I get um, Frank um, Smith calling me and trying to get, a, I mean, some recipe. You know, he will call somebody else from some trying to get the rest of the recipe and try to get some. But they never got to me because I was always so into my work that I'm going, uh, you somewhere, um, you know what? I don't give that kind of info, that kind of information, you know. I mean, let's wait for you know, for Seymour to get back. But I always skip all those kinds of information. So that's when Seymour and I start talking on on little clues, on little you know, naming our little stuff and and hiding our our stash of minor wire of old tapes and old stuff to make things authentic. That, mm-hmm. The way yeah. that it should have been done. Yeah. You know? Well, that's. That is what you know. It's interesting. I love that attitude about yeah, it. Me too. I just, just that's the way. Yeah. When when we designed the staple pickup as well as the Dynasonic pickup, um, it would have been easy, so easy to go ahead and just do it the way the Japanese people does it. Just put a little connector in the back and, and just do it the easy way. Simon goes, no, 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 MJ. That's not the way they're done. No, no, no. They need the, the bracket. They need this. They need that. I mean, it's easy to have great people in the music industry. 
I said, oh, I know who has an authentic. I could easily call, I mean, Doc Pitillo, guitar hospital and um, guitar doctor in Orange County. I said, Doc, do you have an original, I mean, um, a staple pickup? Well, sure, you need it. You know, it's on your way. You know, yeah. I mean, great relationship because Seymour always believed if the pickup is not done the original way, don't even make it, you know, because it's not going to be authentic. Right. And uh-huh. he always believed on that, you know, making this, making the things as original as possible. Yeah. And guitarists, uh, for the most part, are purists and really like, you know, if, to be the vintage style. So, you know, going back to the, the early days. So, uh, hey, you know, going back to Eric Johnson, I had a, I had a question for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, cause obviously he's so well known for playing, uh, strats and single coil pickups. Uh, has he ever, has any, has he ever played a humbucker? Have you ever made a humbucker for him? I'm just curious. Not that I remember. Okay. Yeah. I, I have to I... go back. I have to go back to all my notes because I, it's, it's, I mean, like I said, I save every single one, but right. I don't recall. I'm not in top of my head. It's doubtful. I, I've never seen yeah. him play a, a no, you know, no. any humbucker. Like, 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 have you ever seen Billy playing the strats? It's the same thing. We hardly have ever seen Billy playing the strats. Yeah, he was going to make the change, you know. It's just, but I'm going to ask him. I'm going to see him, and I'm going to ask him. Okay. <laughs> have, you ever, have, you, have you ever played humbuckers? You know. Yeah, I'd be curious. I'd be curious. Yeah. Um, so we had a question. Go ahead, Dave. I got one. Yeah. So uh, uh, one of our artists is uh, uh, Akira Takasaki, and I know that uh, you guys had done some limited pickups yes. uh-huh. for for them uh, not that long ago, correct? A limited run correct. for just the correct. company or whatever. Uh-huh. Yes. What, what what were those pickups? I mean, I heard them here. I mean, anything you can say about them or? Well. I don't remember the specs right now. I can tell you that easily. Um, just hold on one second. Sure. <laughs> I love that. I love that she's got she's, everything. She's got to find the notebook, though. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you she'll find it. Aha. Uh-huh. There they uh, are. Where, where, where we go? There we go. Show us again. Show us again, MJ. Yeah, ah, there you go. There's some right there. Well, they sounded really do good. You see, do you see the <laughs> label? Uh, sort of, yes. Kind of. It's a, it's a bit dark. Yeah. yeah. But it says right there, Akira Takasaki. Uh, yeah. No, I yeah. can't see it, unfortunately. But but we see the pickup. They, it sounded really good in the video that um, he did for us. Um, yeah. He, uh, he was using those pickups, and I was like, "What are those?" <laughs> was that for the BE one hundred video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. this is this is the beauty of it. I I get someone who will call me, and says, "MJ, I mean, um, when because you know uh, through the years I have designed quite a few pickups, you know, mm-hmm. and when uh, when I had the first person you know calling me and they said that they wanted a seven string humbucker, I'm going a seven string humbucker." And Seymour started laughing. I mean, on the, you know, says, MJ, tell them I can barely play six. How is going to play seven? <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, and then I go, um, what are you doing? Okay, never mind. I'm cleaning my mind. <laughs> seven, 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 seven. 
And then by looking, I, I do what I do right now. I grab and try to grab the pieces. I said, would you mind to see a line in the middle? I said, what do you mean a line in the middle? I said, yeah, to give you seven, I need to cut the bottom plate. I need to cut the bobbins. I need to glue them together, you know, for seven. It's a cut two and then glue them together and make you a seven. Mm. No, I really don't mind that. I just need a seven string, you know. And that's how my seven string pickups were born, just by, by cutting them and putting mm. them together. Wow. You know? <laughs> you know, but that usually gives me the idea because then, I mean, a while later, somebody called me and they said, MJ, can you make, I love the tone of my P90. I love my Les Paul, but I want my P90 tone. Can you make me a P90 for my Les Paul? And I do the same thing. Wait a minute. Look. I go and grab the bobbins while I have them on the phone. I drive my calipers. And, you know, I measure. I'm saying, you know, let's see if I can take a little piece from here. Like, mm -hmm. And I'm talking to myself like I talk to the machine. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, go, I go, yes, I can. Yes, I can. So then when I start making the, what we call right now, the, the, uh, the, the fat, um, the staple P90, I mean, not the staple, the, uh, the fat cat. Mm -hmm. um, then, then Hamer said, you know, we want, we want, we want them for us, only for us for about a year. But then customers kept on saying, you know, bring them to the production floor because obviously they wanted to be able to pay a less price, you know, I mean, in the, and I'm like my mom, you know, one of my child is going, is going away. <laughs> and I'm kind of, and I'm kind of sad, you know, I mean, he does, you know, and look, I, I got the shields. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, and, and then suddenly, I mean, the day after I'm thinking, you know, that, I mean, the pickup is going to be done in the production floor, not going to shop anymore. Um, then I start hearing on the radio, the song. You, you, I mean, I don't sing a bit, but I love to sing, <laughs> but I don't have a voice, you know, so mm -hmm. I'm, I could be singing, I could be making up a song, I could be, you know, and then I hear the, on, on the radio, the song, I mean, uh, reverse, reverse, and I'm going, MJ, that's your solution, reverse the one they took from you, so I went and grabbed a humbucker, and saying, how can you make it fit into the P90 cover? Because they took my, my P90 under the humbucker cover. But how can I make now my humbucker fit under my P90 cover? Uh-huh. I'm going, Seymour, come here. What do you need, MJ? Uh, this is a more challenging part because we need to kind of do, take from one side, from the other side, from the inside to make it, you know. I said, can we do that? And Seymour always, 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 always went along. And with a great attitude, mm. always, you know. Um, MJ, bring it to the pin rider. Come on, you know we can do this. And right away, like that, start we start cutting bob and start making, and that's how the pickup was born, you know. So right now, I can make you a JB. I mean, a fifty-nine, almost any humbucker inside a P90 bar cover or dog ear cover. You know? Wow! But I mean, it it is because I mean, when someone lives, you know, I mean. You have to do that, and, and that opens your mind. Like, you know, I can make you a Dynasonic to fit in, inside a humbucker, I mean, mm -hmm. or to fit inside a P90. I can make you a Telecaster. 
I mean, to fit on a, on a humbucker or a strut inside a humbucker cover. Like it, you know, when, when, when I'm in here by myself and I don't have a lot of orders, when I have a lot of orders, there is not a lot of time to take. But when I had, mm-hmm. I said, I know what I need to do. I go to my oldest box, you know, with the oldest specs. And I said, ooh, Johnny Winter. I mean, or, I mean, it's the uh, Joe Walsh. When was the last time we did something for him? And then I go, ooh, you know, and you find some of the old interesting one. I said, how can I complement that tone with something else and something else? And, you know, and, and that's how new pickups get created, you know, just by reaching out to old specs. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's great. I, I have a question for you. Um, mm-hmm. So we have a, a viewer. His name is Mully. And uh, he just got a new uh, Warmoth guitar. Uh, he wrote me this earlier, and he was wondering if maybe um, you guys could help out. So he got a new Warmoth body, and he had gotten the um, quarter pounder. It was a Tele, uh, mm-hmm. and he got the quarter pounder set. And he said that the the te- the pickup that he got does, is too tight. I guess the, it's it's you know just from a production line, not from the custom shop. The quarter mm-hmm. pounder set, mm-hmm. and it's too tight fitting into the body. Um, but he doesn't want to route the, the body any more than it already is because, you know, it's, I guess, you know, he doesn't want to aesthetically ruin, you know, any of the paint or anything. So mm-hmm. is there a way to get the, um, get a, another version of that pickup a little smaller to fit into the body? Um, is he talking about that, that Tele-Lead pickup? That Tele-Lead pickup will be the same size because we use the same flat work. Okay. Uh, okay, I mean, yeah, I'm not sure, floor, you know, so, so, I mean, the size will be the same, no, no matter what. Okay. You know, what well, I can do, if he doesn't want to go ahead and, and have it done, I can make one where I can try to file it or send it. Like I said, I'm, I'm, you know, doing all that, cutting it and doing stuff. I can go ahead and do that. Right. Exactly. If, if we, if we need to go ahead and make a little smaller, I mean, um, I'm thinking about the Tele bottom flower. It has to be the same size because that's how it gets mounted. And if we bring it in a lot, then he probably won't be able to mount it correctly into the, into the three holes. So, I mean, or with, with a plate, you know. Right. Um, well, you know what I can do? I can offline, I can go ahead and send you some of the dimensions that he has. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see if we can work something out for him. Mm-hmm. So, because, yeah, he Definitely. wrote me. Yeah, he wrote me something on the side, and he was asking if there was any way to help. So I was like, yeah, sure. Let me see what I can come up with. Um, we also had a question in the chat uh, from Dejo Blue. Wanted to know if you have a favorite pickup. The Quinbucker. The Quinbucker? The Quinbucker. Am I familiar with it? Oh. Tell us about <laughs> well, it. Well, not very vintage pickup. You know, I mean... And this is, I mean, someone from Texas had asked me to go ahead and, and after I make this pickups, very vintage sounding, one with a Nico 2, one with a Nico 3. Um, and he had asked me, MJ, you need to name this after you because, you know, I mean, you're the queen of the custom shop, so this could be <laughs> the queen buckers. You know, so that's how the queen buckers. <laughs> oh, I got it now. All right, the queen yeah. buckers. All right, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, how would you describe them? Um, very, very vintage, very okay. uh, close to a 59, old 59 pickup. No. 
Cool. Very cool. Um, all right. So I'm going to go through the chat and I'm going to uh, get some. Dave, do you have any questions as I'm scrolling through the chat? I want to make sure. Ah. Uh... Not off the top uh, of my head, but we should okay. look at the chat. <laughs> uh, Angelo Ricchetti says, love the Duncan Pearly Gates and the Duncan Design Pickups are great, too. And I have to say, yeah, the Duncan Design Pickups are, are you know, good-sounding pickups for, you know, clearly being, I guess, a, a, a lesser-priced option. Uh, can you describe – can you talk about those, MJ? You know, I, no. Okay. And the reason is because I do not know much about the Duncan Designs. I know we try to use, I mean, most of the closer specs as we can to the Seymour Duncan pickups, but they're done overseas. But I'm not, you know, I don't like to talk about stuff that I'm not super familiar with. No, no worries. I don't want to, I don't want to give me mislead communication in here. No, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm like, I'm the same way. <laughs> if you don't, I don't know something, I'll, I'll try to find out, but otherwise I'll tell you yeah. right up. Uh, John Sims asked, how many pickups does Duncan make a day? That's a good question. Well, about 1,800. Wow. <laughs> that is amazing. Wow. Where do they all yeah. go? All over the world. <laughs> I mean, this month, I mean, um, this quarter was our biggest, biggest quarter in the history of Simple Duncan. I mean, wow. luckily, I said, we are still the number one pickup company in the world, and we're still being very, very super successful. We had mm -hmm. everybody working overtime and, you know, and trying to make as many pickups as we could. Yeah. How many people start, were working at the company when you started and how many people are working there now? Um, when I started, there were about 15. Right now, there are 100. So when you started, there were 50, you said? 15. 15. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. So that's, that's a nice, nice growth. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What year did you start? 1982. Oh, okay. Amazing. Oh, by the way, you, um, you said it was your 35, 35th anniversary. Correct. Um, and this is actually not, a, not to the day, but in the month, this is our year show. Wow. So, How is it? Yeah. Yeah. In April, April of last year. So we, it's been that long. we started uh, Tone Talk and actually uh, we, this is our 24th episode. So I guess we've you know, done two a month, so to speak. So it worked oh. out. Yeah. And that's it. We're calling it quits. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're done. We're, well, I'm with the best, you know, so no, that's, that's, it, it's just been great. So uh, Dave, I just wanted to let you know that too. And we also hit 4,000 subscribers today. So uh so well, see, was... it's good you tell me this because if it wasn't, the, you know, if I didn't uh, have a very specific date for my anniversary anniversary with my wife, mm -hmm. I, I I would never remember it. <laughs> yeah. well, but yeah. we, we were married on ten ten ten. I can't ever forget it. Just the the date that it, it was. That's you were very lucky. Yeah, did you plan, plan it that way. Yes. We did actually, <laughs> but that's very good because you know it took me years just to remember my birthdays of my kids. I can imagine. I know. Like I mean, sometimes... it was it was just like I had, had three older daughters, and uh, and uh, and man, it took me forever to get the. I mean, then someone would ask the birthday, and I'm like, um, "Wait, it's December. Hang on." <laughs> I finally, I finally got it right. You got to get a tattoo. 
the, uh, yeah, just <laughs> all three on my wrists. So I remember that. exactly. There you go. Uh, it's right, oh. right here. <laughs> yeah. Um, Luckily, so, I, I still I, occasionally I still actually sort of forget. <laughs> I, you know, and I, I, I'm there sometimes with my son too. I'm just like. Oh. This is like dog. I know I, I know the month and I know approximately, but I might be off by a number. Like the one year, number, something. The year, the year throws me because like, it's like anything after nineteen ninety. It's like, how many years ago was that? Was that ten years, twenty years, thirty? Like I start losing track on all that stuff. Um, but anyway, so we, we had a cool question uh, from Vincent Moretti. We know Vinny, Vinny. right? What's up, Vinny? Um, Vinny, he where's said, my scotch? <laughs> I, th- I, th- I thought he sent you a, a a bottle and an amp, he told me. No, no, no. He sent me tequila. Oh, okay. Yes. Gotcha. God. I, he, was was supposed to, he was supposed to bring scotch, but it didn't happen. But then he got it. So uh, I'm still waiting for my scotch. <laughs> step up to the plate, Vinny. Um, should I skip over his question then? I'm just kidding. Until I get the scotch, yeah. No more questions from Vinny. No. Okay. <laughs> okay, what's his question? He said, uh, please thank MJ for sending me the new age gold cover for my Bonamassa Amos pickups. I accidentally damaged mine and emailed MJ to see how I could repair it. She shipped me a new one gratis. So that's awesome. With pleasure. Very cool. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm, look, I'm scrolling through the... Um, through the chat here, I just want to. Someone wrote, "How can you not love MJ? She is the best. She is a <laughs> Matt Harrison. She is a legend." Um, and what? Oh, someone asked us, "Why don't we get Joe on the show?" Well, that would be great if Joe can come on the show. He certainly would talk about. Uh, I, I could probably get him. I know that, would, that would be great. Uh, he loves gear, so that should be no problem talking about gear. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah he'd love talking about you Gabe Gabrielson if MJ loves Peter Frampton it's official she is the world's greatest chick <laughs> <laughs> I, I do love Peter Frampton he's amazing you know? yeah yeah he's he is great um, and he's still out there playing and, and sounding he's playing awesome. with his, yeah he's playing with Steve Miller it's just Solomon and they come oh, really? from hometown oh yeah mm-hmm. Uh, we had a comment from Mer- Meron Khan. They said, that's awesome. I'm calling four conductors salsa, guac, and salt and pepper from now on. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So am I. But now I want salsa is the problem right now. So, <laughs> And homemade <laughs> flour tortillas and tamales. So Yeah. When you're doing all that, you need to bring stuff that you won't forget. And thanks to that, I mean, I don't forget how those things are done. If they're making the start. I know which bobbin goes in the top, and I know how do I have to hook it up. And no, you give it to anybody else, and you know, mm-hmm. they don't, it's not within them because they didn't put it on their heart, you know, the way I did. You know, it's just, it's just, I love all of it, you know. That's great. No, that's fantastic. Um, Todd Flowers has a question. He said, What's the difference between the antiquities and the Seth lovers uh, other than cosmetics? Other than the different minor wire, different turns. I mean, I'll Nico 2, I mean, very strong. And I'll Nico 2 calibrated. And um, 
obviously um, the bobbins are, are the same, they're Bure bobbins, but I mean, one of the um, minor wire has thicker insulation than the other one. And I mean, they were done, you know, like the cell lover was done with a spec that the lover had, you know, from the very first you know, pickup he did. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and, and the other ones are done on Seymour's research. I mean, we all know, okay, we all know. And, and I want people to kind of agree or disagree. It's fine because, I mean, we all agree that every single PIF is different. Oh, yeah. They're not all the same. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and whoever tells me otherwise, I mean, I can show all my notes from hundreds and hundreds and thousands that I've been taking apart that, I mean, that I tend to agree with Seymour. The machine back back in the days, and we owned that machine, used to be stopped almost by the time or by the time the person is start finishing this one and they start with the other one, the other one was done. But whatever happened, if the machine misbehaved like this one does, <laughs> then this one took a little longer. So I mean, so for that fact, the other bombing is going to have a little extra turns. Mm-hmm. And this is why the bobbins, I mean, the, they read, you know, they call them, that's why they were some uneven bobbins when they yeah. said that. Offset you know. coils, different coils, no. right? And, and different and magnets. Also, yeah. And also, I mean, wherever you store your guitars, wherever you, I mean, you do you store them on a very humid place? Do you store them, I mean, closer to a big amp or to a big speaker or to be, you know, or you just had them on the attic, or you just, you know, all those things take a factor. So whenever we duplicate, I mean, for a good example, we're duplicating, I mean, the pickups from Joe's guitars, okay? Why do we have to do every single one, and why is everyone different? Because they used to belong, not to Joe, to every, I mean, um, previous owners, mm-hmm. but they probably mm-hmm. store them on different places. Where I mean, all those pickups are different on 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 similar ways. Nobody could ever thought that the Amos will have a Nico, a Nico six magnet. And I went, wow, you know. And maybe it's just a way that that guitar was stored. You know, I mean, you never know. Was it? And do you think Al, Al Nico six was just the happened to be the magnet they had available that day? It might happen to be yes. I mean, how? Does anybody know how the double cream studded? And that's only because they run out of black material to make nah. the, I mean, the black bobbins. When they run out of the black material, they start using the cream and they were making the zebra ones. When they run out of all the black ones and they had no more zebras, they needed to start doing double creams, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, but they couldn't start production. And all those pickups had a cover. So nobody right. will care, you know, I mean, what kind of color was underneath because they were all with the cover, you know. That's amazing. Yeah, they just, it just didn't care. It was just their, just wire around a spool with whatever magnet was in the drawer or whatever they got that month, whatever they needed to just keep making pickups. Yeah. Amazing. So they're all different. They all have the personality. One of, one of my clients has a, a 59, he's had a few 59 Les Pauls. And um, he has one in particular one that is not the most perfect uh, guitar ever. I mean, it's seen a lot of use and abuse over the years. 
But the pickup in that one is by far the best I've ever heard. And uh, there's just something magic about that one amazing. Um, hmm. Should clone that. <laughs> and I can do, do that one. easily. Oh, maybe I'll talk him into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should. Yeah, that that's cool. Is it? Do you think it's a hotter pickup, Dave? What 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 kind of? No, just this particular pickup uh, seems like it has a little bit more of a mid-range content to it than um, um, very smooth sounding and and a nice mid-range bark in the middle. Uh, not 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 too much right top end and not too much. Uh, too much low end so it really kind of cuts through it's like a really good rock sort of sounding uh, uh, yeah I don't know anything about it other than that I know it's in the guitar he's had forever okay that's cool um, I had a I just had to text my uh, my family not to use Netflix or the Wi-Fi because it's slowing down my Wi-Fi connection <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like hey <laughs> Stop Turn it. off the Netflix. You're ruining my my Wi-Fi. Um, <laughs> so, uh, all right. So, Todd Flowers, thanks for that question. That was that was cool. Um, let's see what other questions we had. How you doing on time, MJ? I'm doing fine. Okay. Um, this is a. Uh, let's see. Okay. Um, okay. So did. Going back to James Hetfield, did James Hetfield get some custom Duncans in the 80s? Any info on those? Was, was that what we were talking about before, the custom ones? I, or? I, I can, yes, I can go ahead and do that. And if I go, um, I can go into my computer probably and try to find out. Okay, but <coughs> take me away from you guys. Yeah. No, I that's do, okay. I do can have that answer for him I mean, a little later. Yeah. Oh, well, they can contact you, you know. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so uh, we'll, you know, we'll give out your email address and everything, or, or, you know, certainly where they can contact you. I know that's, it's, it's readily available. Hard. It's, it's very hard. And we'll have to kind of, you know, really, really think about it to write down. MJ at SeymourDuncan.com. <laughs> <laughs> really difficult. That's yeah. great. Uh, um, well, you know, Timothy Pierce here had one uh, uh, to ask you about the RTM humbucker. Love that pickup. Love Warren Martini. Love to come when he comes in here and signs the bottom plates, and we have just a great time spending with that. Um, whenever he came over and we were designing that particular pickup, and and Seymour was in there and whining one, and you know, and, and give it to me, and I'm hook it up, and we take him to the sound room and taste that one, and I'm going, I know what he wants, I know what he wants, I know what he needs. Suddenly, I couldn't stop it. I'm going, I know what he wants. So I go and grab one of mine and, and take it to him. And he goes, oh, how do you know that? You know, just, mm-hmm. just, just the way that he wanted to play. I mean, don't ask me. I mean, like I said, God put me in this position for something. I mean, <laughs> so what is that exactly? Is that sort of based originally off a of JB that he used for years, and then with the different? I mean, it is it is based based probably on the JB with a heavier insulation wire mm-hmm. and a softer magnet. Yeah, Alnico two, right? Yeah. Yes, Alnico two, mm-hmm. correct. Yeah, full gain Alnico two magnet. Yeah, but it, I mean, 
it's heavier insulation. I mean, um, wire and, you know, with a little even extra turns and, you know, yeah, the, the right recipe for him. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. So what, is, what does the heavier insulation get you? How does that differ from a thinner insulation just in, I, in general? To me, to me pers- no, to me, to me, mm-hmm. I mean, to somebody else might be different. To me personally, it will, it will be, I mean, more cleaner sound. Mm, okay. So, you know, this is why whenever, I mean, I needed to change, I mean, um, the slash pickups. Also, I continue with a 42, but with 42, I mean, heavier insulation. Because I mm-hmm. needed to go ahead and compensate, you know, some of the stuff. But besides being heavy insulation, also just add extra turns, you know. Okay. Got it. And and and, and most of the time, I just go, what kind of wood, what kind of this? I put my recipe on the blender, you know, um, turn on the button and ask, okay, God, give me the recipe, you know. <laughs> God, God, God listens to me. I, I, I do. I do talk to God. On daily basis, and God always listens to me, you know. So I mean, yeah. Because awesome. sometimes I, I honestly, sometimes I don't even know. I mean, one time when I designed the little telly brigade, I mean, um, for telly, but um, with twelve pole pieces, Billy was coming down. And I'm, I'm always, you know, kind of, I mean, sending them little notes, and you know, like, have I told you lately that I love you, you know, or, or little <laughs> hi, or little, you know. I like to keep connected with my with my people, you know. Mm-hmm. And it goes, MJ, let's go to lunch. And I'm going, when? In 10 minutes. Where are you? Um, I'm almost there. <laughs> and I'm going, and he goes, let's go to the Casablanca. I said, Billy, there's no more Casablanca. Okay, um, but I know where to take you. MJ, is it funky? Oh, yeah, it's pretty funky. Okay, I'm going to like it. So we go <laughs> to Seymour's, Seymour's a special place right here. I mean, close by. And I mean, and, and Billy loves it, you know. When we come back, he was going to play um, at Chumas Casino. Um, I gave him a pickup that I wanted him to try. Then he calls me back and he says, MJ, what do you do to that pickup? I'm going, God, please tell me it works. <laughs> and I'm going... Why, Billy? I said, I didn't need it to change none of the settings on my guitar, on my amps. You know, I just put it in there and it worked perfectly. What do you do? I said, I don't know. I have to, I have to talk to God. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I try to compensate something or whatever I know that he's playing, you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, sometimes, I mean, Honestly, it's God helping me. So, yeah. I mean, if he said, God put me on this in, on these situations for these particular reasons, you know, I know, you know, exactly why. I go to a concert and it's um, Steve Miller. And he's playing and he's talking about his guitars and he's talking about the next guitar and the next guitar and I'm going. I mean, we're enjoying the show a lot, a lot, a lot. He goes, you guys might be tired about me talking about all my guitars. You guys don't know one thing. MJ is in the house. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow we're going to talk tone. You know, and whenever I made the pickups and I'm able to deliver, you know, to him whatever he was expecting, I'm going, 
I hit one out of the park again, you know. Amazing. And yeah. and, and all I can say, thank you, God, you know, yeah. for allowing me to do that, you know. Well, you have a gift. You clearly and have a gift. Just, well, that's that's what I said. Seymour went and knocked on my door. He kind of saw it and, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. you know, said, yeah. I, I, need, I need you there, you know. Hey, you know, I have a question. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned, you know, one of your greatest pleasures was also working with uh, Seth Lover, right? Um, oh, yeah. Did he show you how to work pickups as well, like how he did it? Or I'm just curious, you know, how, how he no. found pickups or anything no. like that? Was, okay. no. no, at that particular time when we were talking to Seth, I mean, he was already old. No. Ah, okay. I mean, he was already old and he used to come in here and talk to Seymour. And I mean, obviously, I did listen. I was there. Mrs. Lover was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and had great connection. I mean, it, it is hard not to love a short and fat lady. So everybody loves me because of that, you know. And said used to kind of say, we're going to go see the lady. Come on. Come on, honey. We're going to go see the lady. I mean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So, so, I mean, that, that's, the, that's the way I see it. I don't know. I don't know what's in me. Like I said, I do put myself into God every morning. You know, I, I love him. I love my family. But, I mean, um, Seth Lover was on a, one of the sweetest, sweetest persons to, I mean, to be able to meet. Yeah. And, I mean, um, and whenever he used to come and they were talking about the design of the pickup, it was him and Seymour. It was right. him and Seymour. I could, I, I was there, obviously. I mm-hmm. mean, because I'm always, as soon as somebody comes, water, coffee, a coke, or you know, I mean, always doing doing my thirties. And I mean, uh, but no, you, I will be wrong if I said that. You know, when no, I no, talk, no, when I talk to Mister um, Lespo, because my last thing was that I wanted Seymour to go and play with Mister Paul. In New York City, on the bar where he used to play every every Monday night. Yeah, the Iridium. And he was going to go the following Monday. When I received a phone call, and they told me that Mr. Paul had you know passed away, you know, oh. and that was really really hard. But I was I talked to him, I would say clearly about twenty times, you know. Wow. I mean, and he always loved it when uh, I approached because um, I always heard that he always loved to be called Mr. Paul, you know, with respect as being old, you know. Mm, interesting. Yeah. I um, I met Mr. Paul at uh, at the Iridium. I saw him, uh, my my cousin and a, my one of my best friends, we went to go see him, waited early, got front row uh, at the Iridium, and, you know, and we sat right in front of his other guitarist, so it was kind of like he was center, and his other guitarist was this guy, Lou, um, and even at, in he was guy had to be close to nine ninety at that point or whatever. He's such an enter- entertainer, and uh, oh, and then and I had my pick guard. I actually brought my pick guard with me, and I'm a lefty, so I brought my pick guard with me, and um, I motioned after the show if I you know hey can I get this signed uh, to Lou and Lou motioned to me and said come backstage you know, which was a, a small club, right? So I kind of walked behind the stage and just went back there. And and last, Mr. Paul was already signing something for somebody. And uh, I handed him, you know, my pick card. I said, it was nice to meet you. I forget exactly what I said. And he looked at it and he goes, something's wrong with this thing. <laughs> He's like, something's wrong with this thing. 
And uh, <laughs> he goes, it's backwards. It's backwards. And, uh, you know, we were both laughing because it was, it was, I'm a lefty. So uh, then, he, then he turned it around and then he signed it for <laughs> me. And I still have it on my last Paul. So that was, that was a really cool. That's one of, that was my, one of my like holy grail moments. So uh, to have that. Mm-hmm. And to have him. One of my moments was when I was, um, I was able to go to GNL and um, uh, with Seymour and take a picture of Seymour sitting on Leo Spender's desk. The oh. way he left it with the chair and, and the drawings right there and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, amazing. To kind that of is go amazing. And leave all that and see all the drawings and everything and the stuff that they haven't even bring alive that he just left started right there. You know, that was real, real nice. Legendary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. And, and, and to think also, like we were saying before, you know, Leo didn't play guitar. No. You know, so. Abigail neither. Abigail Ibarra. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I didn't know that either. No. Interesting. So that, that's why I don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't have to. If Leo yeah. Fender didn't know how to play guitar, then you have no excuse. No, no worries. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, we great, great comment from Dan Pfeiffer. He says, damn, MJ knows her shit. This is awesome. <laughs> she's so, got a lot of years of knowledge up in their head and our, yeah. in her books <laughs> oh yeah and you it's all in the books yep it's all in the books i do similar things i i have notebooks too that i've had for over the years of projects that i'm doing and everything i don't i don't do it on a computer or don't put any notes i just all read write them by hand i still do it that way yeah and, I, uh, I love that because i mean um Computers, they can cry, they can erase them. But I, I do, I do what I did one year. Okay, one of my nieces came over, and she put back all my notes, you know, on an Excel sheet, so I can go and say, oh, I can look. Um, did I make pickups for so and so on that year? And I yeah. can easily go and look on my 1983 bags or 84, and you know, and start looking for those. Right. You know. That that was helpful, you know. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, even maybe scanning some of those older things as well might be a good thing. You know, or taking digital images of them one day, just as oh, yeah. a, as a suggestion. Um, so we had we had a, a question here from Jim Nicholas. Any Jeff Beck stories? Jeff Beck story. Well, Jeff has been a friend of the Seymour Duncan family since England. You know, since, I mean, you know, since Seymour kind of met Jeff in England and since Seymour created that telegave and, and since the um, the Blow by Blow album, Jeff Beck was involved with us on the amps um, in right. the beginning, back in the 1980s, you know, uh, early, early 80s when we're doing the amps. Uh, it is funny because he's still, you know, um, we went over to Pasadena, um, seven years ago to deliver him one of the telegib guitars when we're doing the I mean the 35th anniversary guitars. I mean amazing person, amazing guy. Um which reminds me he signed me at that point a poster of the collection of all Joe Bonamasa guitars. Um and Seymour has it. So mm-hmm. uh, it, that was that was for me. Um, <laughs> I just remember right now 
I mean, but he's an amazing, amazing person. I mean, the joy to see um, Jeff when he saw Seymour, like I said, some of those are incredible moments, you know. Like yeah. you see Jeff and in, 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 in maybe memories come back to his mind. He said, oh, Seymour, you know, it was, well, it was you know, those moments are amazing, you know. Yeah, and, and just when Seymour was telling us the story about the guitar, that Yardbirds telly that was given to him from yes. uh-huh. from Jeff mm-hmm. and that's at the Hot Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, that is probably one of the most iconic guitars and probably one of the most expensive guitars on the planet. But usually, I believe when something like that happens, it happens because, I mean, um, sometimes people wants to give back mm-hmm. a little bit of everything that they get i mean um it's a way for me like you know if you want to if you want to go ahead and say thank you for the support that i get from either engineering or or marketing department or my way of saying thank you i mean i'm not going to go and buy them flowers or candies or i mean i do my thank yous with food <laughs> I bring my tamales, I bring them salsa, I bring them potato tacos, I bring them something. They said, why? I said, oh, come on down, going to tostadas, why? Uh, just just because, you know, thank you. You know? And it's personal. Mean, and, yeah, because at one point you, you, you need to you need to realize, you know, that you are who you are, but somebody helped you to do that. And I believe it was a way of I mean of Jeff saying thank you. You know, on 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 something that he knew Simo will appreciate. You know, I remember yeah. one day. I mean, James Taylor was going to come by the office, and I had the guy in charge of artist relations said, "You know, okay, I'm artist relations. I'm doing this." And I'm going, "Okay." So I stepped back, but when I knew that he was going to be the next day, and they were going to go to one of our best delis, notice I always said, "Ah, oh, no, 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 no." I said, you're not doing that. I didn't order him to come and eat a sandwich. He can buy a sandwich on any, any corner, in any <laughs> Starbucks, you know? No. Yeah. I said, I'm in charge of that. But uh-huh. Yeah, uh-uh. So yeah. I, ordered, I ordered him some special, you know, I got some special food for him. I Very mean, nice. he was thrilled. He was thrilled, you know, I mean, about it, you know. I mean, why? Because you, you want to be able to give them something different, something that they don't get every day. Something, something with love. That's something that you just grab and just hear. You know, no, yep. something that comes, you know, from the heart. You know, yeah. Even yep. if so- it's only chips and salsa, but you know, hey, they have heart. <laughs> you know? But yeah. they're damn good chips and salsa. That's the. Yeah. Uh, that's what matters. And if he was, you know, yeah. <laughs> and they're made with love, like you, you said. That's- yeah, they're made with that. That's the main thing, you know. They're made with love, you know. Yeah. Um. Here, we got another question from Three Score Ten. Uh, and he says, What Duncan pickup, uh, whether mass produced or the vin- uh, custom shop, um, has the lowest output? Is it the 59, the lover? Um, and he, I love you, MJ. Uh, you two tone talk. Thanks. <laughs> uh, the Seth Lover. Ah, uh, okay. The Seth Lover has the lowest output. Yeah, the Seth Lover will have the lowest output. Because okay. I think 59, especially because he has only five, it was going to have a, a little. It's, and also, it's slightly higher output than the. I mean, than the um, set lover. Hmm. The uh, someone else asked a question here. Um, 
Can you tell us about the old Holdsworth humbucker that Duncan used to make? The Alan Holdsworth? Yeah. You know, one of my dearest friends, Alan, mm-hmm. he used those pickups. Even if he had a pickup, signature pickup with someone else, he used that pickup until he died. I used to send him pickups all the time. Mm-hmm. He, he was part of the Simu Duncan family, mm-hmm. but he kept on being part of the Sim, you know, family friend. I mean, until the day he departure. Um, the, the, Jeff, the Alan Hosworth pickup, you know, we used to have, it was almost like a JB mm-hmm. with two rolls of screws, just mm-hmm. a slightly, slightly hotter. I mean, but what Alan used to use, it was a 59 neck and bridge with two rolls of Alan screws. Oh, yeah? Mm. Yes. I mean, I mean, that's the ones that he used to like and he used to use. Huh. Like I said, I mean, um, let me show you something. Let me see if I can carry this in here. Um, these are these are some of my prototypes. You know, I was kind of cleaning, and I believe I used to have an Alan Holsworth in here, one of the authentic double creams from back in the beginning. But you see in here, LD Wayne, Fred Newell, Mark. Um, Hank Marvin's mm. um, oh, right here. the Alan Holsworth. Ah, okay. So this wasn't the one you made, actually. Then this, I mean, meaning the uh, the, the the JB one. This is the the one that was actually fifty nine. Well, yeah. I mean, we made we made it we made it both. I mean, but mm-hmm. the officially the one that people would call in order. It was, I mean, uh, the Allen Hosford model was the, I mean, almost like a JB with mm-hmm. double screws. But does also, it, did it have El Nico 2 magnet too? Did it? El Nico 5. 5? Oh, okay. El Nico 5. Also, who used to use that one? Something real close to that one? It was um, Jakey Lee. Mm. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. But yeah. Alan, Jakey Lee used to use, I mean, the one, the one closer to the JB. And Alan Holsworth used to use a 159 neck, neck and bridge. Super cool. Um, okay. Uh, I got another question from Ice Coffee Tones. Are the SD pickup or are the Seymour Duncan pups uh, that come in the lower cost Fender and Squire range? Now, you might not know this, MJ. Um, the, the lower cost pickups that come offshore are they? How do they differ from the ones that you can purchase? Uh, they're also talking about the um, Duncan designs. So the, I, they said offshore, so I would imagine, or the ones that come in Fender, uh, lower price Fender and Squire guitars. And um, they might be talking about the Duncan designs. That's okay. the only thing yeah. I can think because okay. those those are the only offshore pickups that we do. You know, and like I said. Okay. Don't know much about them, you know. Um, you may know this. Uh, what resistance and magnet in EVH's custom wines? E- EVH. Yeah, I, the seven, I, guess. I mean, it will be about close to fourteen k with only two magnets. Okay. And what were the slash? The slash are out Nico two, right? But uh, the slash, the slash is on Nico two. Okay, but those are about. Uh, 
Are we talking about the Alnico Pro, which used to be before it needs to be used by a slash? But now the new slash, um, the neck, the bridge pickup will be about 8.7 mm. with Alnico 2 magnet. Mm-hmm. Okay, versus the old used to be about 8.3. Um, the neck pickup, it might be around 8.15 with Alnico 2 magnet as well. Okay. Now, this is a question that comes up all the time. I know people talk about it. Um, I don't know, happen to know the answer of it, but I'm, I'm Dave and uh, certainly MJ, you know the answer. What's the deal with the Seymour Duncan not being allowed to make cream-colored pickups? Um, that's because of DiMarzio. So DiMarzio um, has the patent yeah. on, the, on the cream DiMarzio color. DiMarzio has a patent, and that's because nobody, nobody kind of but correctly when he was kind of, I mean, doing the pattern of flavor, because like we said in the beginning, I mean, Gibson was making double cream hamburgers since way back then, you know? Yeah. So, and we were making them. We were uh-huh. making them. I just saw you, I mean, for, uh, for Alan Hosworth and for so many other people, yeah. we were making them, you know, back then as well, you know? Um, I seen some people already starting to make double creams. So soon it's going to, come to the end you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah we'd imagine that the the patent has, has to end at a certain point i imagine i'm i'm hoping so <laughs> you they can you guys can always get them under a cover right <laughs> there you go yeah that's how that's how uh yeah <laughs> that, that's an easy take around. the cover off later yeah um yeah, someone wrote, how do you patent a color? Yeah. Well, they, I, they, they, were, they were able to do it back, you know, we're talking about, was it 1986, 87? Yeah, they, got, they jumped on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nag71 wrote, the world needs more MJs. And I can't disagree with that at all. So uh, totally agree with that. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to go through some of the questions here. Um, I have a feeling she's going to get a lot of emails after tonight's show from Matt Harrison. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, let's see. They said uh, Merv, Mervka 2099 said, were those in the Charvel Holdsworth models? I guess the guitars, the Charvel Holdsworth guitars. I believe way on the first on the beginning yes but i believe it wasn't he using somebody he always used ours with regular nickel pole pieces the ones that they were doing with double black pole pieces those were not Seymour duncan because remember he had a signature pickup with somebody else but he was using duncan's mm-hmm. you know it was just an agreement that he signed that he couldn't get off Okay. Um, okay, so we have a question, tech question, and I'm not sure if, you, uh, if I understand the question, but it says, if you put one P-Rails pickup in the bridge position with a triple shot ring, will the switch work in the down and up position? I'm not a technical person, so I wouldn't be able to answer that one. But yeah. he can, I don't, I don't he even can, know what they're talking about. Yeah. yeah. He can he can email me the question and I can forward it to our customer service department. Okay. Um, and then they, okay. Yeah, let's see. Okay, so they can email you. 
Um, wait, so someone said, wait, I can order a, a Seymour Duncan double cream pickups under a cover? Yes, you can. And double H white. They're called double H white. Uh, could listen to MJ all night, but I have to be at work in a couple hours. Great show. Happy anniversary, gentlemen. This is from Steve Segura. Uh, also, congrat- congratulations on 4,000 subs. And MJ, you are awesome. Um, Thank you. Let's go for any other question. Uh, I meant and, was... Okay, go ahead. And if anybody lives near Dallas, we're going to be at the Dallas Guitar Show. Ooh. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's great. When is that? May 4th, 5th, and 6th. That's and Seymour is going to be hand-winding pickups, and we're going to be giving them away. Wow. Great. Uh, that's great. That is awesome. Um, MJ, can you tell us, this is from Luke Kramer, can you tell us about the DD1 and DD5 you guys make for Diamond Guitars? They're the DD, best pickups I've ever heard. Do you know those? DD1 and DD5? Mm-hmm. For diamond guitars. I'm not familiar with it. I'm not familiar with it either. Okay. We stumped MJ. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. I'm just I kidding. Mean, uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm kind of, you know, diamond guitars. So. Yeah, I'm not familiar with it. I, I have no idea. Um I'm, go- I'm going through the chat and I'm looking to see if there's any other questions. Um, Dave, do you have any other questions at this point? Uh, no, but now I'm, you got me curious about the diamond guitars thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never heard of that. I, but I've never, I mean, I've heard of diamond guitars, but I've never heard of DD1 or DD5 pickups. So, Luke Kramer, if you have any other information on that or want to reach out to MJ uh, separately, let us know. Um, so, MJ, tell us what are some of the newer things that are coming out um, or some of the things that have come out recently that you guys want to talk about? I'd well, be I know we, we have new pedals coming out. Mm-hmm. We have, I mean, um, the, the Billy Gibbons, I mean, Telekeep. We have the, um, the George Lynch Hunter. Mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. the um, Alexis Kolnick. We have the... Um, the Red Devils for Billy Givens. Mm-hmm. We have, I mean, pedals that keep new and improving on, I mean, um, soon. So they're going to be having the Silver Lake, um, La Super Rica, which Eric Johnson is kind of trying right now. Um, you know, new and improved things on daily basis in here, you know. That's great. That's one thing we, we never stop making new things. And and the custom shop, uh, they can contact you and get pretty much anything that they want. Of course, yeah, yeah. And like I said, any pickups. Not that I want you to make your wife upset or anything, but I do keep all the specs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. That is, uh, that's awesome. No, um, what, what, one of the other good reasons, I mean, do you guys remember the um, – the guitar, the Peter Frampton guitar that was, I mean, um, that was lost for many years. Yeah, yeah. And then found. I mm-hmm. mean, due to us saving all the specs, you know, that's how we can go ahead and recreate that. Um, we had John Fogarty. Uh, they wanted to duplicate the baseball guitar, to, I mean, for the um, Baseball Hall of Fame. 
mm-hmm. and do us of saving all the specs, you know, we're able to do all those things, you know. Sometimes, I mean, somebody else might think, I mean, those things are not important, but I mean, like I said, when it came up to Reaper based pickups and Gibson needed them, they knew we had the specs. When the staple pickups, they knew we had the specs. But I mean, we we had the specs not only because, I mean, we like to keep our notes, be, because we take serious on any pickup that we repair, that we rewind, we take all the notes, you know, and, and compare them from notes to notes and notes, that's when we're able to go ahead and make the pickups as original as possible, you know. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's great. And any any new crazy ideas, like, you know, I suddenly, I mean, I got the Eclipse, you know, in white. I tried to make a pickup that it was dark, you know, dark sounding, and the other one really bright sounding. For, that was for the Eclipse. I'm Halloween comes, I need to make my zombie pickup and my boobackers. I, you know, I mean, stuff like that. It, <laughs> you need to be creative and put some some joy into your life too as well, you know, kind of make those little things happen, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, like we we're talking with Seymour about the eclair. I mean, we always get him a cake, but MJ always has a little eclair for him in there for his birthday because I know that's his favorite dessert. <laughs> and then I'm going, how come we have never made a pickup, you know, called the eclair, you know, for him? So now I said it has to be sweet and creamy right you know mm-hmm. and, and he loved it he loved it he loves the eclair that's that's fantastic i love that um i'm going to scroll through and see if we have any more questions um let's see mark what would what would you uh custom shop seymour duncan be specs I, I i have no idea uh <laughs> i'm going to be thinking about it though i'll tell you that um, okay, so we got another question. Square ahead. Hi, MJ. What is the effect of replacing a JBA5 magnet with an Al Nico 2 magnet? Sonically, will I hear a difference? Love you, MJ. Sonically, yes, you will hear a difference. And um, remember who used to replace a magnet on the JB? It was Joe. You guys remember Joe Ness? Yes, I know Joe. Yeah, he used to kind of you know, replace that. Yeah. So do you guys have heard any of his records? You know, John S used to replace it. I mean, we used to replace El Nico 5 for him, for El Nico 2. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, Dan Pfeiffer has a question. Is the Pearly Gates pickup exactly what Billy's Real 59 is? I mean, if you want a Billy Gibbons Pearly Gate pickup, you call me. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I will be like calling. I'm saying, like, like, yeah. like I'm saying, you know, I mean, um, Alan Holdsworth, Alan Holdsworth, we had a signature pickup from Alan Holdsworth, but Alan Holdsworth always like a lower DC resistance pickup. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I mean, the Pearly Gates, it's, I mean, um, it's a slightly lower DC resistance because I spike it slightly for Billy, you know. I go. mean, it's is 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 when they said, "Jay, I'm missing something," and I'm going, "Okay, I know where you're missing. Just kind of do it, and you know." <laughs> and I mean, and, and from then on, I mean, they get hooked, and you know. So that uh, does. 
That's great. Uh, another question, Dave and MJ, why do some boutique pickup manufacturers stay away from ceramic magnets? That was from Mehran Khan. Okay. You know, we we don't stay away from, I mean, ceramic magnets. We could at some point. We don't use them a lot because we cannot play a lot with them, personally. The reason being, I mean, um, a ceramic magnet will be more harsh. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, it's not going to be as clean as, I mean, um, I mean, it's more for more heavy, heavy playing, heavy rock. Then, I mean, if you want to play blues, you're not going to play it with, with a ceramic magnet. Right. I mean, you're not going to lower it. I mean, uh, if you want to calibrate the magnet, I mean, here in the custom shop, you won't be able to calibrate a ceramic. You cannot demagnetize or magnetize a ceramic magnet. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. So this is why, I mean, you know, we don't, we don't play a lot with a ceramic magnets. We do use, use them on different, I mean, pickups in here. But I noticed that when, I mean, um, whenever we start working on the, on the Billy pickup, um, Red, Red Devils, um, by, I, and I want to say by accident or by mistake, I mean, um, the, the person who was making the struts for Billy said, okay, I want to take some with ceramic magnets. I want three sets with ceramic magnets and three sets with nickel magnets. And I'm going, no, you don't want pickups with ceramic magnets. I said, Why? I said, because Billy is not a ceramic type of guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Billy always liked the low output. And MJ, how do you know that? And then and Billy tells, I mean, John, I mean, hey, don't argue with it. She's right. I don't like that shit. You know, so, I'm sorry, but, you know, I mean, yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, you have to kind of know. I mean, there is some, some way of playing and some people might like him and use them. And we have him and I use them. I mean, uh, but not as much as I use, sir. I mean, alnicos, alnico right. magnets. You know, well, you know we funny. expand. We expand. I mean, our our um, our thing on the alnicos, like I said, the two, the three, the four, the five, the six, and the eight. We don't have the seven in, in the eight. Mm. I mean, because we have way more. I mean, um, to to choose from and to do more 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 beautiful things with it. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I recently got a guitar that that came with a uh, Demarzio Super Three, which is a ceramic pickup, I believe. I looked it up, and it was a ceramic pickup. I was so I was playing it, and it couldn't come up. I, I just couldn't figure out why it sounded so bright and uh, m- like not metal, but it sounded like I was playing like my guitar was metal because like- <laughs> because because that's that because that's not your type of playing. You know? Yeah, it was just it, it just no. sounded so harsh and uh i i I said i had to get i had to get rid of that thing nothing against uh those guys but yeah the pickup i was so that that's why the slash went in there so um so we we got a question dave for you real fast um from scott Tompkins. he said i've got a question that never gets picked up in the youtube chat probably because i can't summarize it well (laughs) um but maybe i've missed it so he goes i record at home and i want to record in stereo because I like my stereo effects pedal sounds. However, none of the popular speaker simulators solutions seem to be in stereo. I understand the expense with attenuators. You basically need two loads. So I guess what I'm asking is, what is the stereo sound in all of the reviews for speaker sims and attenuators coming from? Are they adding stereo effects in their 
digital audio workstation. Yes, they are. They, but you, but you know you can you could take. Um, well, it depends on how you're recording. I, I don't know exactly what you're doing. So um, you can. Uh, there's several ways to accomplish what you're talking about. I mean, you could do take an amp with one load, and you could feed it into effects and then feed that into your computer and then put in the computer, put two speaker emulations mm. on each side if you wanted to. Um, probably the easier way is to just use the effects in the computer. Um, or I, it, I don't really, I need more information. You can email me. <laughs> okay. Friedman amps at Gmail. And, uh, oh. I would need a little more information uh, 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 what specifically you're using and how, what you're trying to accomplish and what effects. Okay. All right. Well, Scott, we will... Uh, Email I'll me, Scott. Okay. He'll reach out to you. I'll, and I'll, reach, out, I'll reach out to you, Scott. Um, so Git Oral has a question. MJ, have you ever been shocked by an ultra legend walking in the shop? Paul McCartney, et cetera. That's a great question. No. And this is the reason why. I learned from Seymour, you know, I mean, obviously from him working, that any any artist, whenever we go and see an artist, whenever we see someone, I mean, first of all, they don't want to kind of be stung and saying, oh, you know, I mean, you right. don't want to give that impression, you know, never, never. Mm. And this is why, I mean, they tend to come to me I mean, in, instead of me going to them, I'm, I'm a go-getter, but I mean, um, like if we go and if you want to go and see someone, I go and see them on sound check. I'm mm -hmm. going, I see them before the show. After mm -hmm. the show, they're overwhelmed, they're tired. And I, and I see, you know, I mean, how people, they all want to go and see them. So I had always kind of learned to see them. They're kind of my people. They're kind of my family part of my family but I don't I don't see that particular I mean um, I don't see myself doing that I'm grateful to see when I met Peter Brompton you know probably but mm -hmm. uh, no for me I'm joyful that one of them that they're going to go ahead and use my pickups but you know no I haven't I haven't had that maybe when I meet the Rolling Stones because, I mean, let me tell you, we've been playing Pontago in a certain way. So we're in Mexico City doing an interview and um, talking to Alex, Laura from a tree. And they were, they, they were calling me and they called me because they wanted to talk to me about pickups, Ronnie Wood. But I was having a memogram done and I couldn't get to my phone. Uh. Once, once I decided that I could get to my phone, it was a... MJ, Ronnie Wood wanted to talk to you, you know, and you were not on the phone. At the Dallas Guitar Show last year, they told me they invited me to a show because they knew I was going to go to Europe. But I was, we were going to be on different series, so we couldn't connect. Uh. And then I had made pickups for Ronnie Wood and for Kid Richards. Um, but, I mean, um, I believe when I kind of meet those iconic people, I may be. I saw Paul at the Nam show. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. He came over, you know. And like I said, 
maybe because I kind of tend to respect most of them. I don't do that or I don't I don't get that. But when I see the Rolling Stones, that might be a different story. (laughs) (laughs) But when you uh, when you walk away, are you kind of like, you know, even in your your mind, are you sometimes like, oh, pinch me? This is crazy. No, I mean, because I we already been trying to connect. I already been making pickups for them and sending them either to the tech. But I mean, uh, but it will be kind of it's on my back list. So it will be part of, I mean, kind of. I'd really got to meet them before before I kick the back and not before they kick the back. <laughs> well, ho- yeah. hopefully, hopefully that'll happen. Um, let's see. Uh, and Adam Gothridge says, just want to say I have an SSL1 in the middle of my 65 Strat came that way, and it totally holds its own to the vintage one in the guitar neck. Okay, ask him. The SSL1, if the SSL1 has a letter, there is an R, okay? It was done by Connie Rocha. And that lady, um, I just went and had lunch with her because, I, like I said, I take care of my people. Next employee. She's 92 years old right now. Wow. So treasure that pickup, please. She's a wonderful lady. She used to make most of the single coil pickups back in the day. No. Mm, super cool. Well, check that out, Adam. Go check it out. Um, Joe says, all that wire looks so cool. Um, <laughs> James Levitt, are there any known players using the blackouts? Nothing I know. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not familiar with the blackouts. I know that they're, uh, they're what are they? They're active pickups, yeah. Um, yeah. I think Monty, Monty Pittman. Oh, really? Who also trained yeah, yeah. I, well, for one of one of the guitars, I mean, uh, Monty and um, we might have quite a few. I mean, not to understand, but I mean, uh, since they're active pickups and I don't make them, I don't have a list. But I, I think that one of the ones I remember, I think it was Monty. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's a great player. That's for sure. Um. So. Cyanide Junkie wants to know what is uh, MJ. What, what MJ? Please tell us Seymour's real na- first name. That is his C- real first name. C- Seymour. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought they were asking about your name, and I was going to tell them that you're, you know, MJ stood for Maricela Juarez, right? Correct. Right. So, but I, 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 that's what I thought they were asking. But then I was like, why are you asking about Seymour's real name? That is his real name. um let's see uh rick usa just got here sorry i'm late love your program thanks um steve lundy does mj work with active blackout pickups no no okay i'm vintage okay um okay Matt Harrison, what pickups would MJ recommend to make a cheaper project guitar sound great for hard rock metal, the brown sound? The brown sound? Mm-hmm. The 70A model. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jody Coleman, Duncan Custom versus the Custom Custom. Uh, what's the difference? The magnets are more winding? Okay, the Duncan's custom versus the custom custom. The custom custom will be a little more, a little warmer because it has a, I mean, um, 
more strength on the magnet. Um, it will be the cousin cousin will be a little cleaner, but DC resistant and wise is almost the same. Okay, two different magnets in those pagans, right? Yes, uh huh. Yeah, Alico two and Alico five. Yeah. And you guys want to know how the custom five was born? I used sure. to, a lot of a lot of people used to send me the part of flies to be rewound. And, and, and why send me the particle flies instead of making a Seymour Duncan fit? Because, I mean, uh, you know, they have a different kind of bottle plate in, in the way they get mounted. And it was easier for me instead of trying to fabricate bottom plates and, and make it mount. Send me your pickup or rewind it back to the original specs. And, you know, I said, no, they wanted something different. So I started rewinding most of those particle flies to the custom five. And it was such a hit that then we end up making a pickup like that, you know. Mm. Yeah, that pickup does sound good. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Uh, Rick OUSA also has a question. MJ, if you wanted to create a new world, a new pickup to the world, something new and different, uh, or something that you've already had an idea about, um, and you probably don't want to give it away. <laughs> no. But it, but is there something that you've thought of that you haven't created yet? Maybe that you you know that, that's still in the works. Well. Yes, there is always, I mean, always thinking on, on creating new stuff. If you're not creating and making something new, that means you kind of already serve your time. Yeah, yeah. So you always, like I said, I'm always, I mean, thinking on something, something different, something new, you know, kind of, you know, like I said, I mean, when the thing came about the eclipse, okay, how can you, how can you make something, you know, to go with the eclipse, you know, come and make one, one set of pickups. You know, I mean, very, very dark on, on, on the neck and very, very bright, you know, uh, and try to make those things to go. But you have to always be thinking and, um, and going with new ideas, new, new way, especially with new, new guitars coming out, new stuff. You always have to be thinking of how to recreate new stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I'm going to see if there's any other questions. Um, Dave, do you see any other questions? Because otherwise, no, I think I think not. Not really. I mean, other okay. than we need MJ T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Nag seventy one. We do need MJ T-shirts. Uh, oh, speaking of T-shirts, we do have uh, Tone Talk T-shirts. If anybody wants to grab them, they're still available. All sizes are available. Extra, extra large is kind of running low, but uh, let let me know. Email me at tonetalkmarkmarc at gmail.com. And uh, MJ, it's amazing to have you on the show. Uh, it was a you know, pleasure to be on your show. Just uh, remember, remember, mi casa, su casa, whoever doesn't live in California, you're passing by, you want a quick tour, you want to stop by. I mean, I'm here to go ahead and give you, you know. Well, I, I'll I'll take you up on that. I'm going to come visit you definitely before Nam next year. So, um, if not sooner, so we'll we'll be talking. Um, I'll make sure I, I'll make sure I have tamales in there for you. Okay, yes. <laughs> I, and I'm gonna I'm I'm definitely gonna come up. I got to. Right. I've been well, threatening for that for a while. Yeah, you need to do that, Dave. You it's not you have no excuse because you're there. You're I'm I'm all the way across. Oh, I just got to make the drive, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I know any anywhere beyond like five miles in LA, you no one wants to go anywhere, right? So. Yeah, 
Um, well, that's because five miles takes an hour. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I actually go to I go to other states. I go to like Michigan and stuff, and everyone's like complaining about driving literally like a, such a short distance, like it's twenty minutes or something, you know. And and I'm like, well, what's the what's the problem? I don't understand. <laughs> it's twenty minutes to go five miles down the street here. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I actually I had a friend. I, I said we were when I from Nam. We, he picked me up at the airport and we got something to eat and we were going to go somewhere which was about eight miles away, mm-hmm. like a guitar place. And he's like, "Yeah, uh, maybe you can Uber it. I don't want to. I don't want to risk getting stuck." <laughs> <I was like>, <laughs> <laughs> really, eight miles? Like where I live, eight miles is no big deal. You know, it takes fifteen minutes to get over there. Maybe um, that's funny. So, but. uh MJ, if anybody wants to reach you again, you said it was MJ at SeymourDuncan.com, right? Correct. Correct. And, um, you know, check out all the Duncan, Seymour Duncan products that, that they have. Uh, you can go to the website, which I believe is SeymourDuncan.com, right? Yeah, correct. And one of them might say, you dream it, I build it. Perfect. <laughs> I love it. I totally love it. Well, again, thanks so much, MJ and Dave. I uh, hope you have a great weekend. And everybody who's been viewing, we've got a, a, still have 124 people still watching the show. So uh, I hope everybody has yeah, a great everyone. weekend. And uh, we'll be back. We'll be announcing our next guest uh, soon. And uh, MJ, have a fantastic weekend. I'm going to hang up and uh, we'll say our goodbyes. So everybody have a great weekend. Thank you. Great weekend. Thank you, everybody. Take Bye. care.